here's the science behind this. Mm -hmm. They're like, look, you have your thing and I have my thing. And and as I look at the cross section of our, the demographic of our ideal clients, of our target markets, there is an intersection here. So uh, a lot of the people that are buying your thing are buying my thing. And so now we have the opportunity to offer up a bundle. And then we have the third intersection point, and we can do that as well. So we have the three people coming together to then make one product that is actually three products that have been bundled into one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. I'm Sean, and this is Lacey, and we're super excited to be back with you again each and every week, sharing with you a digestible piece of information that hopefully you can take into your service-based business to help you to reach more people, make a bigger impact, and create the lifestyle that you deserve. Now, Recently on the None of Your Business podcast, we featured an interview with Philip Stutz from Win Big Media. And one of the things that he was talking about was the fact that after COVID, a lot of the consumeristic behaviors are beginning to change relative to the way they view marketing and the way they make their buying time decisions. One of the things that we're beginning to see is that the number of impressions that must be made for a consumer to actually decide to engage is going through the roof. I mean, we're just being bombarded um, by tons of information, fact checking, half of it false. Um, You know, we had the election and we have the pandemic. So there's this like information overload and you're trying to like squeak in your little thing. Imagine you've got your little thing up against the election and the pandemic, but not just that, it's your little thing up against the election, the pandemic pandemic and everybody else's little thing. And these businesses are trying to resurrect themselves. There's information, who's open, who's closed, what are the guidelines? There's just an overkill of information. But not only that, the economy has been impacted. And so when people are seeing opportunity, they're using a brand new set of criteria now that they're coming out of the pandemic to decide where their dollars should go. And so today, I want to talk about one of the things that Philip mentioned as a unique thing. Now, obviously, when an economy is impacted, price becomes important, sure. right? So people are considering a price point. No need to do a whole podcast on people are thinking about price. <laughs> but one of the things that he was talking about was the emergence of bundles. And what I'm beginning to see is corporate America is beginning to understand this. We're beginning to see the proliferation of bundling. And I want to talk about bundles for you because bundling is not just something that, say, Xfinity or Disney does, although we can take a look at them as examples. This is something that you as well can begin to consider, and hopefully you'll find this useful. Well, I was going to say it's really interesting because I was thinking about this idea that how many times does a person have to see your brand or your thing to even begin to recognize or move into doing business with you? So if years ago they were saying at least seven, that number has got to be 
very, very big now. Well, over double, they're saying. At least. Um, most people are, are putting it in around 19. So 19 impressions. That means that, you know, you have to up your digital marketing, um, your ad spend. You're going to have to appear on various channels. You can't just, you know, rely solely on Facebook ads if that's what you're doing. Yeah. You need to show up because you need multiple, multiple impressions um, in order to tip the scale. And I know we're talking about bundling, but I didn't want the listeners to miss out on that point because I think that's very important in the consideration of how you're marketing your business. So even if you're taking something like bundling, you have to remember that you can't just put it out there once and expect people to buy. So So one of the things that I saw that was very interesting is over time, you know, in my lifetime, I've gone from the over the air antenna, right? And the the knob (laughs) had 13 channels that you could watch. Um, (laughs) Then there was cable and there was a lot of, you know, television stations that were available on cable. And then you had like direct TV, satellite TV. And now what we're seeing is we're breaking apart and this is a very natural cycle we're breaking apart the offerings and a lot of the offerings are beginning to go to their own apps so you see things like hbo max cbs Mm -hmm. um, discovery has an app food channel so each of the offerings is like listen we're going to have our own app espn right and and that's because they figured look i could monetize my own viewers if i have enough viewers i should just monetize them rather than trying to like piggyback off of xfinity or direct tv i'll let them just come direct to me and they'll just pay me directly mm-hmm. um one of my favorites is the espn app right you know you go on the espn app and you're like looking at the stories the news and you click on a couple and you read about what's up and then you click on one and in that one you can't read unless you're an espn plus client right. so you got to <laughs> give them you got to give them 2.99 a month right. and then you can see the stuff and one of my favorite ones is if, I, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken here, you have to be an ESPN Plus client to pay them extra for the pay per view, the UFC fights that they show, which is <laughs> which you're already super interesting, yeah. right? Like you have to pay in order to get the right to pay, something to consider as well. Mm-hmm. But then I saw this come out the other day where there was a bundle. We're here to talk about bundles, and the bundle was Disney Plus, which is another great one. Disney was like, "Look, I'm not going to be putting all my stuff out there mm. on HBO and Showtime and TBS." or wherever it was getting put, I should just get all my stuff and put it on my own platform and have my own app and I could charge people for it. And in fact, one of the ways that they did that was they put out Mulan. Remember they put out, um, is it, am I saying it right? Mulan the, or Mulan, the movie. I don't um, know. I, it wasn't a cartoon. It was like the actual movie. It but was something they put out in order to, to see it, people to get out. You had Disney. to, you had, to, yeah, you had yeah. to acquire the Disney Plus app or sure. the, the right the, the programming you had to subscribe to it and so disney plus they um uh have also espn They're, that's a subsidiary um and i believe there's one other that they had in there but i saw a bundle i think it was disney plus espn plus and hulu plus mm. offering themselves up as a bundle so you can buy in one price now here's the science behind this mm-hmm. They're like, look, you have your thing and I have my thing. And and as I look at the cross section of our, uh, the demographic of our ideal clients, of our target markets, there is an intersection here. So uh, a lot of the people that are buying your thing are buying my thing. And so now we have the opportunity to offer up a bundle. And then we have the third intersection point and we can do that as well. And so we have the three people coming together to then make one product that is actually three products that have been bundled into one. And then there's also the in-house bundle, which is actually, if you look at Discovery Plus, I, I, 
I like what they did as a model. And I don't know, I don't know who owns all of these stations, but it's like Food Network, HGTV, uh, TLC, maybe Bravo. I, I, you, I could be misquoting what's actually um, offered on Discovery Plus. But what they did is they looked at like, what are those kind of clients that target market? What are all the stations that they're viewing? And they put it all under Discovery right, Plus. Right, same thing, same concept. So yeah. we just took, a, we take your app. thing yeah. and then we, we looked at everybody else and then we created a bundle, even if right. we bundled it under one app. Sure. It still is a bundle because I'm getting access to, we'll do another podcast, uh, maybe next week on access, mm. but I'm getting access to more um, because of the pre-existing relationship. Right. right. Now, the next thing though that really intrigued me, which is why we're doing this podcast is then I saw a commercial for Verizon Mm. and Verizon was saying that if you would sign up with Verizon, they would give you the Disney plus bundle as an add on Mm. as a value add. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute here. Right. Because I can see the link between right. And even where you were saying, maybe I have a platform and they're all kind of owned by the same company, Disney, they own a lot of things, but wait, so now, now we're going to introduce a a, a mobile phone. And I thought, gosh, I wish that our listeners of the none of your business podcast truly understood what's going on. So first thing is that most people, when we say bundles, they just think about in-house, So, oh, yes, I'm a massage therapist, so I'm going to bundle massage with hot stones with... Um, I don't know, stretching. Which there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing you wrong with that. Looking at that too. You could yeah. you could look at that, but that's mm-hmm. just enticing them to buy more. That's basically an upsell bundle. Sure. Whereas a smart bundle in today's times, in the in in the times of the pandemic, would to say would be to say, I'm a massage therapist. I'm going to look at all the other things that my clients are engaged in. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe they they all go to the same yoga studio. Mm-hmm. So we have massage clients going to the same yoga studio and the same hair salon, for example. And can I create a bundle there right and so all i have to do is offer a a a three and it doesn't have to be three there's nothing magical about three but a bundle where you can get access to all three of these services for one price Mm -hmm. now does that mean that we all have to discount not necessarily right we we could just um give them the access as people are looking at this saying look i was i was wanting to go to that yoga studio but i've been coming here but now what you've done is created the access for me to be able to go there but here's where verizon comes in place let's say that it was the massage therapist and the yoga studio and the hair salon and you realize that your clientele, they you know, right, you had that intersection. You'd actually studied it, and that made it a smart bundle. And we didn't want a discount. But we also realized that all of these people that we shared in common, when they were in our 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 place of business, that they all used iPads when they were getting there, waiting for their hair to set, when they were waiting in the waiting room at massage, uh, when when as soon as yoga was over, we noticed that they grabbed iPads. We could bundle, get these three services at regular price, and we will throw in a free iPad. So in effect, at a value add. And now people are like, well, wait a minute. I was wanting to go to that hair salon. I was wanting to go to the yoga studio. Mm -hmm. And I love iPads. My iPad's getting old. So it makes the most sense for me to do it this way. It triggers them into doing it. And I like that because then you don't want to end up um, down the line like Comcast or now Xfinity. Um, They were like the king of bundling. That was the in-house bundle. And that was the the in-house bundle, bundle. right? And what happened was they would bundle your um, internet, they would bundle your cable, and they would bundle your 
phone. The triple play. It was the triple play. And over time, what ended up happening is they're still giving you the triple play. I know there's a lot of you out there listening right now that have the triple play bundle and you've never even plugged in a phone to your landline. Right. They just, they, because it was like, cheaper. And it, it was cheaper. It was cheaper to get the phone than yeah, to not get the but phone. But now you have the because phone. Because you have it and you're like, that was kind well, of dumb. Well, once the bundle, the teaser price wore off and then exactly. you had to pay for the phone so, that you didn't have. And then people called and then people got their rates reduced. So this avoids you having to go through that process. And there's actually a lot more power in, you know, connecting with other businesses in the community that your clientele want to do business at anyway and bundling in that way versus always thinking in a box in the in-house bundle. Right. So hopefully this stimulates some thought. (laughs) You need to get together with other providers in your area who share your same demographic, your same ideal client and target market. And you need to sit down and brainstorm how can we bundle and it doesn't mean just discounting. There's a lot of creative ways that you could bundle, but one thing is for sure. For the rest of 2021, Mm -hmm. now especially that we've mentioned it on the podcast, you're going to see bundles everywhere. It will be the most innovative bundles that not necessarily like, you know, uh, similar things. It's the Verizon Disney Plus partnership that will bear tons of fruit for you. Think about it. See if you can figure out an appropriate bundle for you and your service and some other providers in your community. It will make a big difference for the people that you serve. Anything to add? No. We'll be back again next week with a brand new edition of the None of Your Business podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, leave a review. All the cool things that the cool kids are doing with their podcast. We love and appreciate you doing the same for us.